0: Welcome to the Fram Park Center for Faith and Life in Scottsdale, Arizona. This is the Out of the Park podcast series. We invite you to join us for other programming you can find on our website at www.framparkcenter.org. Join us. Welcome to the Fram Park Center Out of the Park podcast series. I am the Rev. Dr. Mike Hegeman, the Associate Director of the Park Center. Today we start a, a two-part series on youth and leadership, and so we have with us today uh, Ben Sedoti. Welcome, Ben. Hi. We brought you into the studio today because you took part in our Leadership and Dialogue Academy a couple of years ago, where we brought youth from the area together to really talk across difference and uh, discover some... Skills for engaging people in you know in in our times. How do you talk to people when you have such deep differences? So we wanted to check in with you a little bit, saying you know a couple of years later, how's how's life going? But first of all, start us off with just kind of give us some basics about who you are and uh, so, you know what stage of life are you right now?
1: Ah uh, yeah sure. Uh, thank you, Pastor Mike. Um, well I'm I'm Ben Sidoti. I'm a I'm a junior in high school. So right now my entire life is like. Looking forward to college, and you know there's tremendous pressure from that from everyone else. So I guess that's like really consuming
0: at the moment. Yeah. Um, so you you're you're part of a family that college is an expect, expectation. Is yes, that, absolutely. Yeah? Both yeah. parents
1: are doctors. Like it's like you're going
0: to college. You yeah. know. Um, so they, um, are they, but they're giving you freedom. You know, you don't have to follow in their footsteps, right? Oh no, absolutely. They are. They're very. Um,
1: What's the word they're they're very just they let us do what we want you know it's it's not constraining at all um so i I am looking at um a wide variety of schools and they're totally into it you know my dad's from Ohio and I'm looking at the University of Michigan, and you know he's uh he's not entirely on board with that idea, but he's not
0: uh he's not restricting me anyway so so where what are you looking at now for the future you know you you've had uh you've had You've had a, c- a couple of parents who've been very involved in your life, and they've given you a lot of opportunities. Like, tell us a little bit more. Like, I know you've been part of uh, Boy Scouts, but what are the, some of the things that have kind of brought you to this to where you are? And like, what are some of the things you've been involved with? Besides, I mean, Boy Scouts is one of them. You did achieve Eagle
1: Scout. I was I was in it through Cub Scouts, so it was like a solid ten plus years of my life. Um, but but more recently, like this past. Three months has just music has just taken me so far in my life that's um farther than I could imagine, and I'm still only seventeen. Right. And so just the role of the church in every way, shape, and form has really taken me places I could never have imagined. Tell us a little bit about that. What's you know how did you start?
0: Where did you start music wise in life?
1: Oh, that's a
0: great question.
1: Um, well, it, you know, it kind of started like every kid does. My my mom kind of forced me into piano lessons when I was like nine or ten, and you know, initially I hated it, and so did my two brothers and I just i I stuck with it and i I learned to discover what music was about in fourth grade, I joined band, played the alto saxophone I did not sound too good back in fourth grade it was it was a bunch of honking and squeaking but um i i'm not, I'm not sure it's really just these wonderful influences of musicians in my life and learning about how much you can express um like your own identity, um, and also like your faith through music. Right. What part of the has the church
0: played in
1: your music development? Well, I've just fallen in love with the organ because of the wonderful organ we have here, and the wonderful facilities for music, and the prioritization of music in services, and among the staff. Um, I know yourself, you you play you play flute occasionally in services, and and it's always so beautiful when that happens. And so that exposure. Um, to
0: hearing music and playing music has has been very instrumental, yeah. pun intended. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And the, the, so that we do see that, and that's one of the the great things about you know. So th- those who are listening know that uh, the Fran Park Center is associated with Pinnacle Presbyterian Church in North Scottsdale, and we do have a, a a real a real commitment to saying how can fine music you know play a role in people's experience of you know Sunday worship certainly, but everything that has to do with faith. So. Where just what kind of move in that direction? you know how has how has pinnacle shaped your faith at this point in your life so far? I think it has it's
1: given me such a unique look at how God and faith acts in my life and through people around me that I would not have been able to have seen without the wonderful mentors that I've had here at the church, and I know that sounds like really vague, but there's no really specific way. I'm grateful for the amount of, like, thinking, you could say, um, that the sermons allow you to do. It's it's not spoon-fed material, but it's really, like, thoughtful analysis that leaves you thinking about how God plays in, in your everyday life. And I've really appreciated that, and it's really ha- given me a deeper understanding of how he acts within my life and has strengthened my faith,
0: like, so much. And that's, you know, we... that's why the Fran Park Center exists, you know, as a sense of how do we, through education, um, you know, build understanding, uh, help people not only deepen their faith, but deepen the way that their faith is expressed in the world. And so that's, you know, it's a good, like, saying that, you know, we're achieving that if we we have to make a real commitment to, uh, say, like, uh, the depth of education, but also a breadth, a place to ask questions and and, uh, really an openness. So, I hope you've experienced an openness here as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And so we're just going to we'll touch on that then the topic of leadership as well. You're saying in a place like this, a, a faith-based community, you know, saying how it has it given you uh, leadership opportunities so far in your life? Um, this
1: church specifically has great um, commitment to its youth. Uh, and I've been very lo- fortunate with that. Um, faith has or my my personal faith has let me serve in positions such as youth deacon, which I served this past season, and I've been able to, you know, lead Usher teams or I've been able to be in parts of services, either musically or not music related at all. And just that exposure and even the the public speaking or public performing part of it has been very beneficial.
0: Yeah, so how does that how was that all these opportunities here—how does that play out in your high school life? And you know, we'll, we'll look kind of see if there are other areas of your life where you feel like—I mean, I can say uh, I know that Boy Scouts develops all kinds of leadership, you know, skills. And you know, but how have you seen? You know, what's what happens here, at church? What happens there that, that plays out in your in your high school life? I mean, I, I've just seen myself really kind of break out of my
1: introverted shell. With this exposure that I've had, especially this past year, with Boy Scouts getting my Eagle Scout and the leadership that came from that, all the planning and stuff I had to do. And on top of the youth deacon and performing regularly and taking part in services in whatever way, I see myself being more sociable, taking more responsibility at school in my home life, too being more open to even conversations with my friends, you know, deeper conversations that are meaningful to show that I I really care for them. Hmm. So I've I've seen such a large impact on on those specific things
0: that these opportunities have led me to grow. Uh, Now, that Leadership and Dialogue Academy, a couple of summers ago, you know, it was, you know, five days of kind of a blur of activity, I know, but one of the goals of that is gaining skills to talk across difference and is there any anywhere in your life that you feel like yeah i i think i've at least been inspired to to talk or listen across difference absolutely 100% um i just i think attributed
1: to that summer you know what two years two summers ago or whatever it was now um i really value the the different opinion whether it be political or religious or whatever tiny little discussion that we're having in the moment i think it's very valuable and i find myself curious about what other people have to say about an issue
0: all of these elements that come together we none of us know where we're heading you know you're making plans for college and you know what comes out of that all the things you can either can learn building a, you know building a career and all kinds of things as you've expressed you've had some really opportunities in a place like this and in your own life your family life and what your family has either encouraged you to do but how would you say that if we say the church you know here at the part or the Fran Park Center or something what aren't we doing for youth today I mean a youth is a big it's a big category called the youth right I mean but you just represent you're one one young person in that category but what would you could you have any sense of what is the church not doing? You know, they're saying, that what are we not hearing about that's saying there's a real need in the world today for young people? I, I couldn't
1: say with any certainty, I couldn't speak on the whole, but what I what I can speak to is that youth at times, even being able to serve in the leadership positions like I have been able to, only, you know, a very small amount of youth can. And I know we have a, a relatively small, you know, youth group sample here that's continuously growing. Um... But it can feel like the process of the church is kind of stacked against the youth at times, how they don't have that larger of a voice because they're kids. And that, c- that can be really frustrating at times. For specific solutions, I'm not sure. Um, there's, there's many ways this can be addressed. I think it's also very important for uh, any youth, you know, age toddler to 18, um, to find a sense of community in the church. And whether they are um, traditionally accepted in the church setting or not, I think it's very important that they find a loving community within the church. And I think that sets up faith for, for so many, if they're
0: able to find a home within the church. And I think that's, you know, I look at people my own age at who, who at, at some point— People who are no longer part of church, right? They grew up in the church, and I kind of figure I ask them about what point did they stop being engaged with the church? And it's often a teenager, or early, like when they go to college or something. But when they name what happens, it's often a sense of I never felt I could be I could be real or my true self in the church. I would be judged. I, I mean, I I hear it. Everyone, you know, all these people. I want to say, oh, come back to a place where you could you could be loved and. And then I say, and well, then I have to step back and say, well, you know, will they? I, I mean, I said I, I would certainly long for that. For each person to hear the m- one message is you're loved and accepted as you are. You're encouraged to grow in community as you, you know, any of, any of us is encouraged to grow in some way. So, and I can certainly understand that as saying young people, especially, we, you know, we, you know, I would say we, we young people, <laughs> we go through so much angst about our identity, right? You know, and so. The church sometimes can be harsh on you know, for them. Has anybody you know had a kind of negative experience of church that you've seen like in your schools or something like that?
1: I, I'm not sure I have any specifics in mind, but I do know that it also somewhat depends on the church and which church you're choosing to go to. Mm-hmm. But um I I know I have friends who have been deterred from services that they just personally don't align with or that they view is just not a very healthy message for, for teenagers to be hearing. Um, and that can very much deter them uh, away from church. Or um, a lot of my friends actually go to church for the sociability factor, which I think is, is um, it's, it's a great way to get people in. But if, if that's the only reason for them to be going to church, it's ultimately not really sustainable. And so there can be negative and positive influences that come out of that when it's when your relationship with the church and with God is just based on the people who are you are worshiping God with.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I know that you know, a few years ago you were in confirmation class here. You know, mm-hmm. that's a uh, that's a process by which we you know have young people kind of explore their faith at a certain age. You know, often it's eighth grade or ninth grade in that area, but give them opportunity to think deeply about that and to express that, saying, "What well, this is what I understand and accept and believe at this point in my life. And I do remember that when, when you went through that process, you, you expressed your thoughts very articulately Then, going on to college, this is often a place where people just, all of a sudden, church just, you know, they no longer have to go to church. And so all of a sudden, we're, um, could you imagine that faith could be, continue to be a part of your life through those college years?
1: Absolutely. And I, I think it, I hope it will be. I'll go there. I hope it will be. Because um, it has um, given me such a sense of my own identity and um, kind of justification for my own actions or uh, a guideline to act by, if you would. Um, but I think in college, I won't just be strictly a, a Presbyterian like, um, you know, a um I, I really want to explore different... Um, protestant branches or even catholicism i'd love to attend the catholic service just to see what's out there but by not by any means will god or christ leave my life yeah
0: uh, that's exciting because you know many of us you talk to anybody who's you know, especially even around in this area I, I went i was raised united methodist went to a southern baptist university and ended up a presbyterian <laughs> in that process and so and never expecting never expecting that but too, what what's been a real gift in my life is to explore, is to encounter uh, Christianity throughout the world and other faiths, you know, and saying, and I, I know more why I am who I am when I encounter the others. You mm-hmm. know, I said, And not to say, oh, God, I never wanted that, but uh, I, I, I went and taught in an Islamic school, a school for Islamic mm-hmm. law in the Middle East, you know, for really? a short time. Yeah, awesome. yeah. People don't know that but uh, I wasn't teaching Islamic law <laughs> but I was I was there to teach English but it was a sense of in that setting I learned more about uh the depth of my own faith encounter with another faith and so yeah I wish you I wish you the best as you explore out there because yeah, you can really really learn as as you go out so you know we've kind of we're we're touching on that what is next how do you how do you see all of these elements coming together for yourself the, these different areas of your life we could just be very clear and specific. What's your path of study coming up that you imagine right now?
1: Well, um, right now I'm I'm uh, wanting to dual degree. I'm wanting to get a uh, bachelor of science and a bachelor of music. So I want to study. I'm thinking astronomy and astrophysics. That's like a combined undergrad, and then also organ performance as well and that comes out with like a weird miss, mishmash of like um n- very niche schools um <laughs> that you know offer both that are that are are pretty strong um but i mean yeah I think, i'm fully expecting things to hit the wall and completely change in college
0: but yeah, um, you never know because yeah. but that is a, it it speaks well of the sense of the curiosity about life you mm-hmm. know sense of a wonder uh, at 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 big things you know the the universe is big. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. But also to find that there are there's a precedents definitely in, in in music history of those people. Like Albert Schweitzer uh was an organist on top of being a well known doctor and philanthropist. I mean working mm. in Africa. I mean there's just there's an amazing history there too of mm-hmm. people who lived in two worlds and brought them together well. If people are out there some of your age who's struggling with what's next in life anything that you would say for the for the person who's struggling with what's next in life for themselves
1: well i, I I've been struggling with that idea too, and facing anxiety with it and uh, a mentor recently told me every action you take is right. you can't make any wrong decisions because every decision you make will put you at where you're gonna be and um just to have faith in that and to have faith in yourself and your core values is, is the most important thing, and to just stay true to yourself.
0: One of your educators, either a, an administrator or something, came and heard you here and sent you a letter. And that was just, it was
1: such a foreign idea to me, that my music as a 17-year-old and just playing for fun because I like it could have that big of an effect on people. And I had one of my friends in the youth group's mothers come up to me, and tell me that she cries every time that I play, and um it was, it was shocking how much of an impact just like your passion could have for something yeah.
0: and, and I think that I think that says a lot as far as about living living into our passions with integrity uh, an openness and creativity, and just a, a deep sense of you know for us as a, as people of faith saying that God's spirit is leading us in the midst of all of this. Well, Ben, thank you very much for for joining us today. Thank you. And uh, again, let's let's wish you well and next year and beyond. Thanks for joining us at our Out of the Park podcast series. If you like this program and would like to check out more, go to our website at www.framparkcenter.org.